0: Illegal Pete's is back and we are so pumped to have them on board again as you guys know the pandemic shut down lots of restaurants and Illegal Pete's was one of them they've been back in action for a while now and we couldn't be happier to promote them they have a bunch of awesome new stuff going on including their sound check promotion which is an ongoing promotion at all locations that offers a free draft beer or house marg with purchase of an adult entree when the guest shows a same day ticket to any event so jump on that if you're Starting to go out do things again, Illegal Pete's can hook you up. They also launched their party margs during the pandemic, which are 32-ounce house margaritas, four times larger than their normal one. You can get stuff during happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. $1 off all drafts, $1 off house and coin-style margs, $20 party margs, $1 off large chips and queso as well. Just a bunch of awesome deals right now. Also, apparently, their queso is really great and people love knowing that. So now you know. Head on over to Illegal Pete's and get yourself some awesome food today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined as always by A.J. Haefeli. Weird day of news. Lots of different things going on. Some abs-related, some tangentially abs-related, many other things going on. Um, I guess most of this happened yesterday, but we'll get into it today. So we start with Patrick Waugh, I suppose. He is our he's our title man. Who? Yeah, who exactly, you know. No one no one important or anything.
1: Just you know, <laughs> just real quick uh since Ian's already up in here, uh Ian told us to check out he wanted us to look for a uh Minnesota. Yeah, there's like a there's like a wild pod that I was that I wanted to check out that he recommended and I couldn't remember what it was called. So, he needs to he needs to it, let it, me know what that is so i can spend the rest of the day i
0: want to say it was like northern wilderness or something yeah
1: i just don't i just don't remember there you go
0: ian i see you in here what's the name of that podcast
1: yeah and then uh we're gonna talk about score uh, north yeah. there you okay. go <laughs> cool well, we'll check that out later um it- okay patrick wong wants to get back into the league Cool man, the league is better with him in it. So (laughs) maybe not for the
0: right reasons necessarily, but yeah. I mean,
1: like he's he is an entertaining public figure. He is a wild man.
0: No doubt about it. That is
1: a man that walks through life not caring at all about what anybody else has to say. At all, like totally a unique and beautiful soul, snowflake. And I think that, uh I I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great to have him back in the league, especially wherever he would end up, but especially if it ends up being like Patrick Waugh going against the abs. Like, the hero turns full-blown villain.
0: Here... Um, I... I do wonder because I have a lot less bad to say about Patrick Waugh, the head coach, as compared to Patrick Waugh, the front
1: office decision maker. Oh, really? I actually feel the opposite.
0: I uh, I don't. In a world where Patrick Waugh is willing to accept the players that whoever, whatever GM gives him – And just coach those guys. I think he's super entertaining. I think he'll do some stupid stuff. But I also think he's done interesting things. We've talked many, many times about how he basically innovated the goalie pole at way earlier than the league used to do it. Yeah.
1: Granted, I I find it incredibly funny that that's his innovation. Yeah. (laughs) Just like we're talking the greatest goalie ever and his only true coaching innovation the one thing that he gets remembered for as a coach is not having a goalie <laughs> <laughs> I was pulling the goalie. <laughs>
0: now i I hear where you're coming from I look if he was coaching my team do not like his counterattacking style at all not for me but teams can make that work it's a it's a functional hockey system especially if you play a team that can get an early lead. AJ does not want any part of it, though.
1: I don't think so, dude. I uh, I, I don't. Think, I think. I think. You, X's, but I think. I think X's and O's wise man. I I think if you. I don't know. Um, it it was. Uh, Those are those are I'm I'm having PTSD flashbacks here trying to remember what it was like watching his teams get outshot outshot. 18
0: to 40. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just getting crushed every single night. And like, I I wonder, you know, how different would it be with more talent? Yeah. Had he gotten to kind of see things through? But well, at the same time, like three years, man, like, but. Their one, their one success was, was, him, you know, that first year, but it was just all smoke and mirrors. So I, we kind of, we kind of throw it in the bin.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, but my kind of take on it now is especially seeing what the Avs defense is now. Um, when the Avs defense is playing well, does the system even really matter? Because they just take pucks and get them going the correct direction, and. Yes, the system, of always, course, of system course, system the system always, matters, always. but this defense, even if you have them playing a more counter-attacky style, I don't think they'd be giving up anywhere near the amount of shots. The team that Patrick Watt helped build with a bunch of old, slow, poor puck moving defensemen.
1: Well, and that's the thing, though, is that he thought that that's the defense that he needed I, to run what he wanted to do. I understand. If he gets the exact opposite of that. If you gave him Devon Taves and Sam Gerrard and Kale McCard, does he even know what the hell to do with them? I mean I don't honestly know that because look, man, he, he had he could he could barely figure out how to use Zach Redmond when they had two guys who could functionally move a puck. At the and same he was time. like, No, but, I'm not moving I'm not I'm not messing with no Zach Redmond. Uh, but at the same time, he
0: just said, look, Tyson Berry, go do stuff. And that
1: worked fine. Yeah, Tyson Berry was a di- like Tyson Berry and, and like Barry was really all they had. Like, they had EJ and... um, It was, like, EJ and Barry, and, like, you give him some credit, though, because that guy, like, he gave Nick Holden a job. Yep. You know, and I'm assuming it wasn't his scouting that brought him to training <laughs> camp. But... He gave Nick Holden a job, and Nick Holden has had a nice career. But I just and I, I don't. I, I look, would be look. Maybe it's the same system, right? It's also been several years now. it well, five, right. years.
0: And, and that's the thing is nobody actually knows what that future looks like. If you if there's a world where Watt comes back as a head coach and doesn't have any agency over which players he puts on the team maybe he does something different maybe he works with the defense differently if he doesn't get the guys that he wanted in the past okay
1: do you actually
0: do i think wild Wo would come back without an agency absolutely not there absolutely you know. not there there's you know. 0% chance that that would ever happen but in theory <laughs> yeah he definitely will want some kind of involvement in the front office of any team that he would be
1: coming back to i think but what about what about why as a coach though? Do you think would be intriguing? I mean, I'm hard out on him, but apparently that's the part that you think could work. So,
0: look, I I think he's like a lot of coaches in the league that you get them in there, he can work the players hard, he'll bring fire to an organization, and it's going to have a hard expiration date on it. But that's fine. Fun? Yeah. I don't think he's someone who can hold the locker room for particularly long.
1: I don't, I don't know. I, I would be curious if he got a group that he meshed with. I don't because, know if that group exists, but okay. Well, because, yeah. You, like it's tough. It's tough because he only had the three years in Colorado. Yeah. And It was very in and out the door for a lot of guys were just coming and going. Yep. You know, they... they And it was like major pieces, you know. You know, O'Reilly is gone, and they bring this guy in, and then that guy's gone, and... At the same time, like, like,
0: this is a guy who managed to sour the relationship with his best player at the time, which was Matt Duchesne.
1: Yeah, I mean... The thing is, uh, I think he was right about that. Um, because, like, you, the the the, the the, 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 he was trying to create a culture. And it was not a culture that celebrated a personal achievement when they were losing four to one in a game.
0: Uh I hear you. I don't necessarily completely disagree, but the only culture you're building is a culture of losing when you're missing the playoffs for the third straight year or second yeah. straight year like, I suppose really, but
1: yeah. yeah. Like sure. But I mean, he's he's trying to he's trying to set up some accountability though. Like that's a You could certainly disagree with the way that he went about it by going into a post game presser and just popping off on him about (laughs) it, popping into the bus, the the team bus, and just beep beep, (laughs) plowing him down. Like, I think that would probably be the area where I would disagree with um, how he went that went about that. But I I didn't have a problem with what he like that message, you know. I also wonder how many markets would be like this is not a guy where you're just like oh drop him into any market right definitely not yeah like do you think do you think
0: he I mean should we have the Montreal conversation I because I don't think Montreal will do it yeah
1: I I I just they need to move on from Bergeron
0: first. That's fair, which if they find a way to miss the playoffs to Vancouver, maybe.
1: Totally. Like <laughs> you have to at least have the conversation, right? Yep. Um it's I don't know, man. I'm um, I'm having a hard time like I it would just be I like I have a really hard time envisioning like Patrick Wall like coach of the devils or something. You know, like it only feels like there would be specific places that would be big enough for Patrick Waugh. Yeah, uh, definitely like L.A. or New York or something. What but. What would be? Uh, I mean, what would even be a situation that we would imagine he would be interested in? Would he want to do a rebuild so that he could at least have input on how it gets built up, or would he rather? Would he rather come into like maybe a situation? Maybe instead of the coaching. It's more front office executive, and he goes in to a place like Montreal after Bergevin is fired. And instead of trying to build it all up from the ground, he tries to retool it on the fly and make, you know, maybe he sees what he thinks is wrong there and could and could help it out.
0: I mean, I think I don't think he's stupid. If he no, if he has interest in coaching, I definitely think he would have interest in a I don't know if. Look, contending teams aren't firing coaches out here very often, but a playoff-caliber team, he would love to coach, I think.
1: Oh, that's the thing. Like, if there was a ready-made, like, playoff, like... Yeah. Drop him in there and, all right, let's roll, I think they could probably... But, uh, like, I think that would make sense. Like, but would you're he like right. To coach the Savs team? Sure. Like,
0: from the little we know about his player acquisition, I think it's pretty clear that he would like certainly some agency uh, over being able to put the guys he wants on the hockey team. Yeah. And, yeah, with the, I guess, a retool in theory, if he thinks that team can make the play, playoffs in, in short order.
1: Excuse Edwin me. has a suggestion of the Rangers that I think is super interesting. Because, oh, look. My God. If David, if David, 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 David Quinn David, sucks. David Quinn sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, that team is ready to go. Yep. You just get there it's... and
0: you just unleash Laugh and Cacko. <laughs> like, Ooh, you already man, have Zabana jet.
1: That would be so. That would be that would be such an interesting fit, because that feels like the kind of market that can handle Patrick Wah.
0: I, I you have Chris Drury as the GM in waiting over there, which is somebody That's he true. knows too. That's true. So maybe maybe there's some to it. I don't know. I New York's a big market. Definitely think he'd be interested in that. Um. I wonder how interested he'd be in like Canadian teams in general, outside of just Montreal. But obviously I don't think the Leafs are going to be doing anything. Ottawa's awful. (laughs) Not a ton of great choices in Canada. Maybe
1: not great. Just to derail this, uh, Evan tweeted out a few minutes ago, Byram had a setback and has not been skating great and the team considers him week to week so there's a chance he's dead yeah he's dead for sure and logan o'connor also had a setback oh and is God. out long term what is happening says uh both ranton and indonskoy might be options for this weekend um when so the when the, when the eagles fly away. somewhere this is interesting when the eagles fly somewhere the abs can't bring anyone new up for seven days once the eagles return And the Avs can't bring anyone up when they're on the road. Avs are considering looking at players from the Eagles. So that's... They
0: just have to put them on the taxi squad before they fly.
1: You know, I was really frustrated with all of the...
0: uh, Like comments
1: what's wrong with the strength and conditioning coach yep. and staff and all that earlier but this year
0: the shit just keeps happening
1: <laughs> well and and like my frustration was like we could look and see the injuries you could see like belmar gets knee on need and ej's like, head smacks against yeah, the EJ, ice ej has a freak axe you know he goes down and his head crushes on the end it's just like okay like we can see these things but, but when they're
0: having setbacks. Yeah, and like practice these guys are, off the ice and shit. It's L- like L- L-
1: L- o- sh- L- O'Connor skating in a regular jersey, getting ready to roll, and they're like, "How does he have a setback
0: that puts him out indefinitely?" Like
1: Jacob McDonald got hurt over a COVID pause, <laughs> when he's away from when he's supposed to be away from ev- the organization and everything. And It's like. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) This is the stupidest season ever, and I'm so over it. On that note,
0: we'll take our first period break as we are sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get their seltzers and their 15-can sampler pack, which are delicious, or come on down to the DNVR bar and get eight different kinds on tap right there while you're catching a game of one of your favorite Colorado sports teams. Excuse me. We are also brought to you by Solace Meds. You can get down there for the next couple of days you can still get yourself entered to win a trip to Jamaica before the end of April. So now's the time. Go down there. Get entered, do the thing. Also, you know, pick up your favorite CBD THC products as well. They are awesome. For more information, head on over to solacemeds.com/sweepstakes. And use code DNVR20 when you go over there to get 20% off your entire purchase. Great deals. Great opportunity to win. Yeah. Do all that. Stop being sad like Allie instead. (laughs) Of course. Also, be sure to sign up for a membership to the DNVR. You can join us in the amazing lounge. You can go ahead and get yourself a free shirt and a free mask as well when you sign up. So awesome gear. You get the 22-ounce beer down at the bar. You get the uh, holistic wellness stick as well when you sign up for an annual membership. If you're not sure, you can always sign up for the one month. It's like 50 cents for the first month. You sign up at DNVR, and then when you love our content, you can stick around and uh, and get yourself an annual subscription. So, yeah, if you like our content, uh, it's, uh, it's probably one of the best ways to support us is, you know, by giving us a couple of bucks. Just like this Super Chat. Thank you very much, Nick. Much appreciated. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Patrick Waugh. I don't... I I don't know. I saw someone talking to about Columbus for him. I don't know if that's the uh, big stage that he would want. We've seen uh, more than a few players not want to go to Columbus over the years. Because it's not, in Artemi Panarin's case, a coastal city. But... <laughs> It's considered a smaller market than many other hockey teams are.
1: Yeah, I don't see it being Columbus. I don't. I don't know the the role of the the hard part that I'm. Yeah, I, is, I hear. Is it. like what job does he do? Because coach, I can understand, but what organization after what happened in Colorado
0: wants him to have player how, control? Yeah,
1: exactly. How? Oh my gosh. Excuse me. Um, it was like a grenade just went off of my face. Well,
0: I, you, you recover and I, I can take this a little bit because I think we saw, look, maybe there are people that know more of the details than everything that's been released. But Ooh. from, from an outsider perspective, it's certainly not a good look. If you're another NHL hockey team and you're like this first, this guy's first coaching job slash president of the team job he just bounced on when he didn't get his way he was just okay I quit three weeks before the season because you didn't select the players that I wanted and select is the wrong word you didn't chase the players I wanted in free agency
1: it's true but they didn't draft the guy that they wanted they didn't do anything that they wanted Um, yeah I don't I don't know man I, if you if you were, say you're, I don't know, pick a, you're a team owner. Yeah, sure. And you're looking at this intro, okay, Patrick Waugh, all right. Well, there's he's going to drum up fan interest because he's freaking Patrick Waugh. Now, we don't want him to coach because that, that we'll just, we'll just say he doesn't want him to coach. But how do, you, how do you turn over a player evaluation department when that dude, you look at where the abs were and then they tore it all down and rebuilt it immediately? I mean, one teardown year. Yep, and then they make the postseason year. four years in a row. After that, like, granted, it's abnormal because you know you tear it all down. Normally, you don't have Nathan McKinnon five years into his career just sitting there. But I think, even even discounting for the fact that they would be trying to get a McKinnon um how would you turn how how could you trust that how could you trust your player your player personnel department you know evaluation and all of that
0: yeah i don't i don't know how you would like, like as you're saying this it would be it would be interesting in a universe where a Iserman isn't the end-all <laughs> be-all. Wouldn't it be interesting yeah. if Lashell gets fired? Yeah. but the, the problem being Iserman's basically ability to build a hockey team is entirely against the ethos of what we know as Patrick Waugh as a front office guy.
1: But Well, and Patrick, I mean, Patrick Waugh would have to take a full step back. Yeah. But at the same time, Patrick or um, Steve Iserman might have the creds to Where pull someone Will, in like that, yeah. Wall respects that and he says okay, okay, yeah. This guy, this guy, this guy built a, a badass team in Tampa Bay and bailed. And now is doing the same, he's trying to do the same thing in Detroit. I'm 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 in on it. Like I'm you know, he could easily look at what Iserman's success and say. I respect the job that that guy is doing. I don't need to tell him what to do. He knows what he's doing. All I need to do is go out and coach. Yep. Like that could absolutely be a situation where what you know, Iserman, Iserman has walked the walk as a GM. No argument there. Like he's been money. He he may he may not have had he may not have gotten a ring with Tampa last year, but we all know. Somebody built that team. <laughs> like 85% of that team was built by Steve Iserman. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just I just think it's that could be a that could be really interesting.
0: I think it would be too. Besides the whole it's Detroit thing.
1: <laughs> he may not care at all about that, right? I
0: don't think he does. Yeah. He,
1: he could be he could be a dude that Maybe that maybe that entices him. Maybe he loves that story. A little
0: bit of the fire there, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like that's a he's a fiery, passionate, competitive man in everything that he does. Right? Like he, I don't know. I you wouldn't want that from a Colorado perspective. Yeah,
0: I, I as a Colorado Avalanche, definitely not.
1: Uh, personally. I'm I don't want him I don't want him to coach anywhere yeah. else. He's he's ours. <laughs> like he's our guy. He left Montreal, he came to Colorado and built a whole second act. A thing that players really struggle to do.
0: That's what uh that's why it has to be Detroit, all right? Because the Avs were Quebec rivals of Montreal. He he Dips on Montreal, demands out, and goes to the rival. Even if it is in Colorado now, he dips on Colorado as a as a coach slash president. Now he has to go to the rival. It's the Patrick Wahl way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm. I don't know. I look. The NHL is better with Patrick Wall in it. He wants to come back. I hope he finds a spot. Yep. Um, what that means for Colorado and blah 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 blah, we'll see. But yeah,
0: absolutely, I want Patrick Waugh to be the new Brian Burke on a deadline day. He needs to be the guy that TSN interviews every year, and like he just as he gets older, he steadily is getting more disheveled by trade deadline day.
1: <laughs> well, and then he needs. To, I mean, would there be a better? Would there be a better candidate? For the guy that trades second and third yeah. and fourth round picks every year. For, for just whatever. <laughs> you know, for three guys every single year, and he just, like, goes for it, goes for it, goes for it. <laughs> it's funny because, like, we're joking, but, like, Joe Sackett does that. Yeah, he did this year. He's, I think it's, this what, four or five years in a row, he's... He traded a fourth or... He's he's made some sort of him like Broussard for a third,
0: yeah. Nemesnikov for a fourth,
1: Nemesnikov for a fourth, yeah. This year you had he's um, Nemeth for a fourth, for fourth, his fifth, and Not the first. Soderbergh deal is still really weird value,
0: yeah. That one's it's weird. Pattern and uh, a oh, pattern was part of the Nemeth deal.
1: the pattern was part no, of
0: the uh, that was the Nick deal sorry yeah
1: so but um, yeah anyway yep it would be fun to see it would be fun to see but having a big personality like that makes the league better so Agreed. i it's i really
0: truly wish the nhl would stop with the no character robots that they produce as as both players and front office guys it's just
1: yeah i mean just the, if they're going to be, if they're going to be successful, you get it. You're like, I don't, you don't really care what that guy's personality is. Right. Yeah. But
0: if but, they're not, it's like, I mean, how much more entertaining is it? Like I was watching the Padres game the other day and Tatis hits a hits a dinger off of Bauer and then he's celebrating around the bases does the stutter step into third base like could you imagine how dope it would be if hockey players just start trash talking after they score goals and they're like doing all this awesome stuff it'd be way more entertaining
1: way more yeah and, i mean part of part of the fun is i i complain one of the things i don't like about Austin Matthews uh is he just doesn't celebrate when he scores. Like it, there are some celebrations that are intense, right? Where he's a madman uh, about it, but it it's ar- just like.
0: Arguably his best celebration was against Colorado where they yeah. took away the goal and then he scores again. And just that was awesome. Like
1: that was a good time. They lost that game. So it was especially fun. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would love it, dude. I one of the things that you've loved about Ovi his whole career is how much he loves to score goals. Yep. It's just a good time. It makes it it makes it more fun. It makes it, you know, when a guy and, and other teams hate it. Yeah. That's what that's how you build a rivalry. Well,
0: No matter what team you bat for, make sure they don't hate it in the bedroom. With manscaped.com, use your DNVR code to get 20% off. Their Perfect Package 3.0. It'll do the job whatever you need, below or above the belt, man or woman. It'll take care of everything, whether it be their lawnmower trimmer. They have their weed whacker for your nose hairs. They got your toner. They got your deodorant. They got your moisturizer. They got your breath mints. They got your shave mats. They got all sorts of other stuff as well. Be sure to check them out today. Also, brought to you by the wonderful people over at Hassle Cattle Company. We brought you damn good beer, now we're bringing you damn good beef as well. They have a bunch of amazing choices, most well known for their wagyu beef though. We have their wagyu beef burgers down at the DNVR bar. Mwah! absolutely delicious. Highly recommend. You can also order from their website that's h a s s e l l cattlecompany.com. Get on over there. If you order $200, you get free shipping and you can also get 10% off with code DNVR10. So jump on it today. Brought to you as well by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, DraftKings Sportsbook. That's the read that we're on right now. Bunch of amazing bets top to bottom over there right now. They're bringing back the bet $1 win $100 for the upcoming NFL draft. All you have to do is bet that a quarterback goes first overall and you turn out $1 into $100. It's that easy. That's literally it. It's, it's free money. It's, Free real estate, all right? Just play the Tim and Eric free real estate clip because that's what this is from DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Jump in there. Get that bet going. If football's not your thing, of course, you can bet on basketball, baseball, hockey, a bunch of other sports that aren't the big four as well. They have you covered with some of the best odds out there with their odds boosts. You get all sorts of great opportunities to win yourself. A bunch of money. Only a DraftKings sports book must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Third period of the DraftKings sports book presented the NVR Avalanche podcast. I did not say that, Ellie. I, I definitely did not say that. It uh, was funny. I didn't see that, that, uh, that mentioned until just now, but uh, uh, abs definitely. I mean, the ads aren't afraid of anyone, Ian, but definitely would yeah. prefer Arizona to St. Louis.
1: No, I don't care. I'm at the point where I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and continue to fret about a first round freaking matchup. If you're a Stanley Cup contender. Worrying about getting out of the first round is not where you will not where you eat. I'm just not. Mm-mm. The expectations are too high. I don't care. Bring them all on. They can play them all at the same time. You okay. have a first round. You have a first round matchup where they play each team different day. It's one right after the other. Just line them up. I don't care. I got I to the point watch. last night where I'm just over this. They're in the postseason no matter what. I don't care who the opponent is anymore. Bring them all on. Beat everybody. Make it, make it the hardest route possible. Do St. Louis. Do Vegas. Do whoever. Do Tampa Bay. And then do whoever the hell happens to be left. I don't care. <laughs> Bring them all on. Postseason is, is all about a gauntlet. I do not care about any of that. Regular season records will be a little bit instructive. They'll be a little bit helpful, but this has been such a goofy year. That I just, you know, you look at, you look at the blues and you look at, okay, well, great. We know that they can be Colorado's backup goaltender sometimes, but how many, how many Biddington versus Grubauer head to heads did we get this year? Like three? Yeah. it's. I think there were three or four in the eight matchups. I, and the yeah. abs, it was the first two, it was the first two of the year. Oh yeah, it was and, they, one and, and one. they
0: played one. They they only played one other that Grubauer won the two-one game, and then yeah, the rest were either JoJo or Dubnik, which they went three and two, and they they were above five hundred with their backup against St. Louis. I looked yeah. this up the other day. So
1: all of this, like all of this, like oh, Blues own the ABS and uh, like nah, nah, <laughs> no. When Philip Grubauer gets back, the ABS the ABS are really the only. Byram and LOC and whatever but as long as Grubauer and Rancid and come back they'll be fine and then sod and whatever you know sod and Donskoy when they get back great that's gonna help yep for sure but I don't I'm at the point now where I I stopped caring last night just bring ready them all on. just ready for whoever I'm, I'm ready just let's do this these next 10 games are gonna be a total waste of time they're gonna suck. They're going to be so frustrated. I, I don't disagree Win, win all, win, all, win all 10, lose all 10. I don't care that much. Let's get to it. Yep. Let's get to the part of this that matters. They're no longer that rebuilding team that the uh, clinching the postseason is super-duper exciting. It was fun the night that it happened. It was nice to know. Yahtzee, let's let's fucking roll. You're going to chase a cup. Let's get to chasing some cup. None of this, oh, well, jockeying for position in home. I said, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll. Let's get to the postseason, baby. I'm I'm ready. I'm hyped. The Let's final postseason with NBC. Hell to the yeah! After their broadcast the other day, I'm good. I'm good, right, with it, man? Uh, yeah, I'm I was so, like, oh, I'm so hard out on on NBC. Was
0: was very ready for it to not be NBC doing that.
1: It is such a it is such a serious indictment of NBC that. Hockey fans, when news of the ESPN rights deal broke, hockey fans were like, "Bitch, please, where you been the last twenty years? Like we we've been we've been living without you." Yep. And then we had to sit through another year of NBC's coverage, and everybody's like, "Please, yeah, ESPN, ESPN. Yeah, let's go, <laughs> let's let it let us roll with that ESPN deal." And then uh,
0: the news here being that there was always going to be a second broadcaster after the ESPN deal was announced and it's not NBC. It's actually Turner Broadcasting.
1: Turner, yes. Give me Shaq and Chuck. Oh my God. Please. No. Awesome. Bring it. Give me Candace Parker. Shutting I can, them both
0: down. I can live with Candace Parker. I don't need yeah, any Chuck maybe. as an announcer in my
1: life. Really? Chuck is the one you got a problem with. I
0: hate Chuck, dude
1: a little offended by that big Chuck stand. So that's sh- kind of my. Kind of Shaq's
0: hard. not better, but. Uh, Shaq's the
1: worst, dude.
0: Shaq doesn't say anything useful, but Chuck takes 300 words to say something that should take five.
1: So do I. <laughs> I don't know about that. Give me give me Candace all day, though. Like, Candace is great. Candace no is no the argument sh- there. The shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Candace dedicated the next year to watching hockey, she could easily surpass a bunch of these dudes in terms of breaking it down. Yeah, just because she's great. Although I will say the uh, the intermission stuff on national shows have gotten a lot better. Like Patrick Patrick Sharp, I think, yeah, has been a revelation. Kevin Kevin and,
0: and wouldn't you know it, the show got better.
1: <laughs> Kevin Kevin Bjekso has been a revelation. They've they have found some recent players that have been awesome in those roles that have really shook it up and got rid of the Mike Milbury. And it'd be cool to push out Keith Jones. Cause I just don't think he's very good at it anymore. Catherine Tabin is dope though. Like I, I've always, liked her.
0: I've always liked Eddie, even though everyone in Colorado hates him, but he's right. usually not on the post
1: game anymore. Yeah. He uh, non non Blackhawks games. I'm good with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it, It's what it is. Uh, It'll be. Anson Carter. Yeah. Anson Carter. Carter's great. great, Yeah. I forgot. But yeah, I really. (laughs) Mike Mike Tirico was awesome calling the outdoor game. (laughs) I was so into Mike Tirico and you go back and you listen to it and it's just like, that's a, that is a play by play, pro. Yep. i I love listening to Rico on on the broadcast. And the guy's great.
0: I am curious to see who they end up having casting. Like I I know yeah. the ex- the expectation for ESPN is to have Butchie main in
1: there, but I mean Butchie Ross and uh, Barry Melrose they'll play some sort of role.
0: Yeah, for sure. But they Which, they're gonna need like a bunch of teams with
1: Turner's doing it as well, and then yeah, we'll see. It'll if- be really interesting to see how that lands because. Part of the problem with uh, the part of the problem with the NBC thing is that it's gotten super stale. Yep. Like we're all over the broadcast teams that they have and we're it's just kind of like uh.
0: Doc retired and the broadcast teams were just like it's a bunch of meh. Yeah. Basically.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I'm cold. It's, it's chilly down here. <laughs> chilly in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it is chilly today. Uh look, the other good news here is these TV deals for the NHL are massive amounts of money compared to what they've been making from NBC. So, Triple. Yep.
1: That's good. That helps.
0: The uh, the cap can start trending in the right direction, hopefully sooner rather than later.
1: They've got a long way to go, man. I was talking I about this on Twitter I know today, it's a deep hole. They're still bleeding. Yep. Like, they're...
0: Had to stop. Until Gates are back to pretty much 100%. They're not yeah. making money, basically.
1: Pretty much. So So they're still, man, they're still bleeding and it's going to take time, but this, this is the kind of thing that will really, it's 625 million per year. Um, and that's, I still think that there's a door open for a streaming service deal, but it won't be hundreds of millions of
0: dollars. Well, I mean, we'll see.
1: right?
0: I mean, uh, Turner has talked about HBO max being a decent part of it. So
1: Yeah. And that's why I'm saying I want to see what their I want to see what their actual streaming plans are because they uh, before they signed the Turner deal they had talked about they want to get another TV rights partner and then they also want to leave a door open to try things out for streaming yeah. because you look at the NFL and you look at MLB they've been on YouTube and and Amazon and they've MLB tried a
0: bunch of especially stuff out. is pushing heavily into streaming opportunities
1: yeah well MLB is also giving their yeah, they allow teams to buy back.
0: their rights yeah. So
1: generous of them.
0: Yeah. What the Yankees only had to pay 400 million for them or something. Yeah.
1: ESPN plus has some of this. will have some of the streaming rights, but yep. we're talking about like individual, like maybe YouTube buys a five game inventory or something every year. All and they, they keep open. Yeah. They keep open those couple of, they, they keep open a couple of games where they can dabble into the streaming uh, street, exclusive streaming. Not this is also on TV and it's on the internet, but it's exclusively on YouTube
0: YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, my hype for HBO max is I, HBO max has, is the type of streaming service that in my mind could do something like only plays ice level audio and you don't have to mix (laughs) it all. So you don't, yeah out all of the the
1: nonsense yeah it's true um i mean that's something that we think about i don't know that that's something that the dude's sitting up in new york city at the the league headquarters are the super focused on definitely not yeah they're definitely not sitting around like do you think do you think fans would love multiple streaming options where one of them is just audio I mean, the answer
0: to that is yes. Oh, my God.
1: It would be an overwhelming yes, but that's why, you know, they're not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Because that would require them listening to us.
0: Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. The NHL. Great for now. the NHL.
1: So excited for them, man. Yeah.
0: It's a definitely awesome for them. A big step in the right direction as they've been not very happy with the NBC deal as far as dollar value for a while now. But Hey, great news on that front. Uh, Avalanche news we can kind of wrap up the show with. Justin Barron officially having signed his ELC, uh, expected to join the Eagles very shortly here. Mm. Be
1: be curious uh, what his immigration issue is. New Hook had one. Yeah, New Hooks was like big. Yeah, and I I think Barron, if I'm not mistaken, I think Barron went the ATO route.
0: He didn't burn the air, yeah.
1: Well, I guess yeah. Baron is on an ATO. He wouldn't have burned the air. He's only
0: nineteen, up. right? Yeah, so it wouldn't have been. But
1: it's he's signed to an ATO. So I wonder, I wonder what the visa issues are with an ATO versus yes, they, an ELC.
0: A little bit harder, easier, whatever.
1: Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they're exactly the same. I don't know. Me either. All I know is whatever whatever games Baron gets with the Eagles this year, it's gravy.
0: Yeah, Ws. Yeah. For sure.
1: If it if it ends up being one game, like you're happy with it, but you're also like, what the hell happened?
0: Yeah, Baron's 19, so the ELC will slide. Yes.
1: Yeah. He turns 20 this fall.
0: Before January 1st is yeah. all I know. Because that's the overager limit for the CHL. Yep. Um. Either way,
1: cool. We've thought, we did a whole show about yeah.
0: this. Go so look why, like two weeks ago, I think, and you'll see our thoughts on that for the most yeah. part.
1: That's why. That's why. Like that news today, we were just kind of like, okay, good that it's done. Yeah. Next.
0: Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think for for the most part, AVS have mm. the game against Vegas tomorrow night. We will be, be it should be. I mean, despite the Avs being beat up to hell and Grubauer not playing, but uh, McKinnon doesn't have games like that twice in a row, so there's that too. Yeah, (laughs) we'll
1: see. It's true, man. We really haven't seen performance like that out of him in a long, long time.
0: Yep, should be fun. There you go. Thank you for the super chat,
1: Sasha. When are oh, we? When are we back in the studio?
0: Saturday or Friday? I forget which one. No, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it
1: Saturday. Was, it was Saturday this week. Yeah. So, if you guys, uh, if you guys are in town and you want to come and hang out, we're getting increasingly more social at our at our watch parties as, as things start as to get a little bit easier. Yeah, so more of us start to get fully vaccinated and et cetera, et cetera. So come hang out, make friends. It's a great place to make avalanche friends. Seriously. Term.
0: Especially of- if
1: Michael's there, cause he'll just talk to you all night.
0: True. Hit up, hit up your boy Cygnus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess on that note, we aren't out of here. Thank you everyone for watching, listening. However, you consume the podcast. We appreciate all of you so very much. Be sure to like, and subscribe here on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, Again, highly recommend it's the best way to catch it. AJ is just so entertaining with his with his facial expressions. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. You on occasion you can catch my dog in the background. He's sleeping somewhere else right
1: now, but dude. Hell yeah for Breckton. that's awesome man congrats bud.
0: Let's go. get in there. Back to we're, Colorado We're, we're
1: Back always to we're always here to celebrate second vaccinations. right so anybody moving to Denver welcome yeah move in with a friend it's already too expensive to live here jerks <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah the uh, the prices are crazy but thank you again and we will catch all of y'all tomorrow night